Welcome back to Friends Like Us. Marina Franklin here, your host. This week on Friends, it's a great show. It's a show all about taking time for you. Adria Ross. Adria Ross, I met her at the farmer's market here in New York City, and I have been so excited to have her on the show. I've been asking her for months, when, when, when can you come on? And finally, she is here. She's the owner of Lily May Handmade Aromatherapy Products, LLC, based in Memphis, Tennessee, and Brooklyn, New York. She is a certified aromatherapist specializing in the cultivation of plant-based and fragranced products. Lily May's products are all natural and free of genetically modified organisms, parabens, and sulfates. The line includes body creams, hair hydration, candles, bath bombs, salts, lip balms, and so much more that we get into on the show. Adria handcrafts all the products with focal points rooted in integrity, quality, and consistency. And I agree, top-notch quality, 100% consistency every single time. And you know me. You know, you guys listen to me. You know I like to complain. So I'm telling you, it's great. Great, great product. Most importantly, she hopes to preserve the knowledge created by our ancestors and return to embracing the healing power of natural extracts. Each product was crafted with the purpose that healing can only happen if we alone take time for ourselves. So check out Lily May Handmade Aromatherapy Products. And welcome back, my good friend, Nitika Chopra. Nitika is the founder of Chronicon, a media and events company dedicated to elevating the lives of those living with chronic illness. Nitika was diagnosed with psoriasis at the age of 10 and psoriatic arthritis at the age of 19 and lived over 17 years of her life being defined by her conditions after 10 years in event creation. Nitika launched Chronicon in the fall of 2019 and focused on those living with a chronic illness. The event sold out. She had over 2,000 live stream viewers, high-level brand sponsors, and has been growing ever since. Now, Nitika is excited to announce that Chronicon is expanding online with the Chronicon community, a new accessible online space with inspiration, advocacy, and empowerment for chronically ill folks across the globe to connect. Nitika is also the host of the Point of Pain podcast, which is available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. She's doing a lot of work. Actually, she has a great article in Forbes magazine, and we talk about that on the show, and you get more information about Chronicon. It's absolutely necessary. It's a great episode to share with a friend. September 8th, I'll be at the Park Theater in Holland, Michigan. And September 9th and 10th, I'll be at the Grand Rapids Comedy Club in Grand Rapids, Michigan. So don't miss me. Go to marinafranklin.com for those tickets. I want to thank all of our listeners of Friends Like Us. Because of you, we make some pretty impressive lists. You can hear us on Google Podcasts Now, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts. Review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. That's important. Make sure you turn on the auto-download function for Friends Like Us on Apple Podcasts. You can email us at friendslikeuspodcast at gmail. Our Instagram is friendslikeuspodcast. And Twitter is friendslikeus10. 
Become more than a friend. Leave us a tip or donation by going to our Patreon page. Go to Patreon backslash friends like us. You have the option to be backstage during our recording. We record every Monday and you get to see all that goes on because you're golden. Merch is available. We have t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, face masks, tank tops. They're all available on my website. Go to marinafranklin.com. Weekly on my YouTube channel, I go live with my assistant, Evelyn Frick, my wacky friend, Dave Jaskow. We give updates to the show. We shout out fans who leave reviews and we have surprise guest friends from the podcast stop by. And sometimes we offer free stuff like tickets to comedy shows. And with friends like us, it'll help you feel not so alone because more content is on the way. Tell a friend you know to check us out. Stay safe. Wash those dirty little hands. Wear a mask still if you want to. I mean, there's stuff in the air still. Get vaccinated, booster up, and Black Lives Matter. I am really excited for today's episode. Now, you know what? I'm pausing at your name because I have never said your name out loud. I've only said Lily May. Do you know this? Yes. And I and I, I don't want to say it wrong because I want to say it. Is it's Adria? Adria. Oh, Adria. Yes. Okay. And Lily Adria. May was my grandmother. So if you call me Lily May, I am her ancestor. <laughs> right. Oh, she is my ancestor. So that's perfectly fine. Adria. Welcome to the show, new friend to the yes. show. We'll get to all about you. And we also have Nitika Chopra. Welcome back, Nitika Chopra. Thanks for having me. Today is really about how to relieve a lot of that stress and to take care of yourself. Self-care, everyone. Mm-hmm. Let's focus in on it. Um, and I was just telling Nitika, I used your product this morning. I haven't used it, right, this whole time. And I have two injuries. I had I fell off my bike last week. This one not as bad. And then I have an injury that I don't know about. It just on this elbow. I don't even understand what happened. Maybe I hit something. And I used this. Oh, so that that is calendula. So what you have in your hand is a soft distillation of the plant calendula, which is excellent for healing. Uh, it's loaded with vitamin E. It's loaded with all of those antimicrobial, anti-inflammatory properties that you need to keep the body functioning, you know, at level 10. So you have the perfect thing that for those aches and pains, just rub it in. And it's- you it, Okay, let me tell you something. It was sitting over in the corner by the guac, I mean, by the avocado. <laughs> okay. And I said, and I swear to God, I, just, I said, maybe this will work. Uh, let me just put some on, because I had used... Um, just the vitamin E, uh, and then I just vitamin E out of my closet and Neosporin, and I was still feeling the pain. I put this on this morning, the pain is gone. Wow, the That's pain just went you just away. Just took one moment of self care, applied a plant to your skin, rubbed it in, and you feel better. And that's the whole purpose of the company: just taking time for yourself and taking care of your body and your mind and your spirit. All of those things combined, it will work if we just stop and take the time and breathe and relax and take care of ourselves. What inspired you to do this? Like to start your company, which is uh, Lily May Aromatherapy. 
it's a really interesting story. So in uh, 2016, my father passed away on Christmas Eve. Uh, just all of a sudden. And I found myself in a, in a space in my life where I just did not know what to do because he's always been my silent navigator. Right. And I lost that. And I didn't know what to do. So I dropped on the plane and I went to Africa. I was like, maybe I can rebuild the spirit if I go back home. And I landed in, um, I took a one-way flight to Zanzibar. Zanzibar, located in Tanzania. And I took a one-way flight, did not know when I was going to come back. I just left. And one morning while walking down the beach, I saw this group of beautiful women working together, harvesting seaweed on the ocean floor. And I joined them. I did not ask. I just joined them. I stood and I watched. And they welcomed me into their community. They did with open arms. We did. There was a language barrier. They welcomed me in with open arms and literally taught me everything that you see at market on the weekends. And I came back to the United States roughly about four weeks later. And I missed that part of my life, just being with them for four weeks. I admire the sense of community. I admire the sense of fellowship, of love, support, of friendship. I admired all of it. And I wanted to have that exact same feeling here in the United States. So I enrolled in the New York Institute of Aromatic Studies and I studied botany and plants just for a quote unquote coping, a coping skill. I needed it because I could not personally dealing with the grief was unbearable. And so I found an outlet and I studied aromatherapy at the New York Institute of Aromatic Studies and fell in love. And what you see in market is what I'm trying to duplicate. I'm trying to duplicate that experience that I had in Zanzibar. I don't want to ever lose that. I want that to be an element in my essence and in the people that I meet. I want that community here. So when I see you at market every week, right, and we wave at each other, we say hello and Welcome back. I get that feeling of being with the mamas in Zanzibar all over again. So it is spiritual. It is therapeutic. It is my love. It is. I got it right away from you. And it, it, so everyone knows I go to the farmer's market every Saturday. They know it from my live. I tell them all the stories. I have gotten in some fights, but never, you know, that's a long, that's another story. But immediately I felt that from you, that sense of just welcoming, friendly, nurturing community. You were happy. I was like, she can't be from New York. Where is she from? You know, and there's, I, I don't, I don't want to take away from this other person, but there's another person who does similar to what you do in that market on the other side. And there's something sad in her spirit. And I don't know what it is, but I've often passed her. I, I've bought from her just out of a different reason, just empathy in a sense, but there's something not connected to what she's doing. And I, don't know if she's doing it. I, I don't know, but I, it's such a difference from the way you, you know, and people, you attract people. I've seen people, kids come over. Can you tell us, you told me a story once about how kids walk over to your, your stand 
and you know, it's all soaps and just so Nitika, so you know, like she has it, it's, it's smell, the aromatherapy is amazing. It's immediately you come over there. And then she told me the story about how kids respond to it. So I, I've often wondered because I, when you're a, a new entrepreneur, you like the big question is, right, who's your target market? Who is it? Is it middle-aged women? Is it men? Is it children? Are they black, white, Latino, Spanish? Indian? Who are they? Who's your target market? And I've never been able to pinpoint a specific group because I think the aromatherapy draws people in and it targets their specific need. There's something that they're smelling, some plant that's drawing in them. So I'm not doing the work. The plants are doing the work for me. I'm just a catalyst to spark the conversation, to introduce them to the plant. But it's something that's drawing them. I don't take any credit. I don't. I give all power to two things. I give power to the women of Zanzibar who gave me this energy, this spirit. And I also give credit to the earth and to higher beings. I give credit to that. It's not me. I'm just the catalyst. Kids come over and we have the, the, the best conversations because they ask one billion questions <laughs> and they're really good questions. They could be like at the age of five and the questions are so detailed and I have to answer them because they're customers as well. So when I see them at market every week, the first question, where's the eucalyptus and peppermint? I need it. I'm out of it. Where is it? <laughs> not taking a bath without my bar of eucalyptus and peppermint soap, which is great because we're introducing children to holistic health, you know, self-awareness. We're teaching them to find their own personal space of happiness. And it matters in this crazy world. It does. <laughs> so at a young age, they're already speaking a language of aromatherapy. It's amazing. That's beautiful. The essential oils are talking to us mm -hmm. and we just have, have to, to listen. listen. Like I wasn't listening to this. This is a, is this a salve? Mm -hmm. No, is that that is, that's yeah, a, what was, we call a tincture. And that is a tincture. So that is, that is a soft distillation of the plant calendula. There are two ways that you can extract the essence of a plant. You can distill through a hard distillation, which is through the equipment. Uh, so the equipment that I use, and you can also use extractors, or we call them carrier oils. So you can use a sunflower oil, or you can use a vegetable glycerin. You can even use 100% alcohol to do an extraction of a plant. So these are things that we can do at home if we simply take the time and say, hey, what does my body need? What does my mind need? What does the spirit need? Okay, what plant has the universe given me to find this relief? So Nitika, now you're listening to all of this and I've known Nitika like almost 15 years now. So what are you feeling when you hear all of this? Because Nitika, this is her focus. This is her, you know, Chronicon is her business and it's, you know, you can talk to it, but. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I just hear God so much in what you're saying. I'm so moved by your spirit, really just so moved by it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling emotional by everything that you're sharing, especially, I mean, just the origin story of those women. I, I think about community in that way so much from, you know, I'm Indian and there's such a sense of community whenever I go to India, I haven't been able to go back in so long, but it's this thing I've always felt like, 
being in America, that it's just, I've always felt like it isn't here in the way that I want it to be. Um, and so the fact that you've like infused that into the work that you do and just carry them with you and you're like, no matter what, I'm going to make sure that this is a part of my life. It's such a beautiful thing. What a gift. What a gift. Yeah. I just, I'm just feeling it all. I'm feeling it. <laughs> so Nitika, do you use essential oils yourself? Cause I know you, you, um, have, you know, psoriasis, eczema. Mm -hmm. Have yeah. you? Yeah. I have psoriasis yeah. and psoriatic arthritis. Um, and I, I have another condition that just got added onto the plate recently. Um, and so, yeah, I can't say I'm like well-versed in essential oils at all. Like it's not something that I, I didn't go to school for it or anything like that, but I am such a sensitive person and I'm so in touch with my body and things that feel good. And even just that simple, right? Like this feels nice. This doesn't feel nice. You know, even just really being in tune with that. Um, so I would say like lavender has always been, I mean, it's, it's such a maybe basic bitch oil. I don't know, but you know, I feel like everyone uses lavender, but, um, but it's, it's always been, I felt like a, a connection to lavender cause it really just calms me down, even just getting some and, and smelling it a little bit. it's not even applying it necessarily. Um, and yeah, and then definitely eucalyptus has, has been a part of my routine and stuff at times, even just adding a little bit to your shower. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. makes such a Opens difference. Everything up. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it's also, I think the part that resonates with me the most with essential oils, I'd love to learn more about the actual like healing properties. I don't feel like I know that part at all, but I think it's always been a thing for me kind of, you know, like you started to say of just taking that moment and saying like, I would have lavender in my purse a lot of times and just sniff it, you know, <laughs> and be like, okay, I need to calm down. I'm stressed. I'm like, I just need a moment, you know, or even putting the eucalyptus in the shower. It just makes you feel you're just taking that moment for yourself, you know, and even just that act is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. So what are some of the healing? Well, I know I have several soaps I remember one was experimental, but you have one product that is for eczema that I am curious about the healing from that. It's, it's all in the plants. It's in the ingredients. So there is a neem oil, which is, it's, yes, you should. Yes. Neem is extremely healing. Uh, there's also what you have, the calendula planet added, the calendula planet. And I also use an, an emulsifier uh, to work as a barrier. OK, so we don't know. I can't heal eczema. Uh, some people say that it's triggered internally. Some say that it's triggered externally. Uh, what I can offer is a, some level of soothing uh, during those breakouts. So you do have the lavender. The lavender is antibacterial, antimicrobial. Those properties allow the, the skin to breathe and heal, right? So the eczema solve that I have, it has two functions. It works as a barrier for any environmental targets or environmental issues that might be triggering the eczema. And it also works internally. So you're inhaling the, uh, the, the lavender, which is a natural sedative. That's probably why you like it so much. So if you feel the need to dig and scratch and, oh my goodness, by inhaling a lavender is going to decrease some of the anxiety, right? So you have plants that are designed strictly for healing. Yeah, I fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. I have it next to my, my yeah. bed. Where the thing is, <laughs> I had some lavender. I'm just realizing mm -hmm. where is it? The eucalyptus. 
I usually go to the farmer's market because they not, I guess they're not in season right now, no. but when they come in season, I get the actual yeah. eucalyptus plant and I hang it in yes. my shower and let the steam hit and, the And that's plant. one of the reasons why I love the marketplace so much because it, it is a sense of community. So at the end of every market, whatever plants that they did not sell, whatever they didn't sell, I will buy them from them and, and do the distillation of the, of the natural plants because everything at the market is organic, right? So instead of um, paying for shipping and, you know, soliciting uh, businesses outside of New York, I can just support the community. And so I use their plants and I either do, again, a soft distillation or a hard distillation and extract the essence and resale. So it works for all of us. (laughs) <laughs> that is wonderful. It's it's interesting because I was just watching a horror movie. I know this is crazy. That's a horror movie. The name of the movie was Predator, okay. I, but it's this I think it's called version Prey. of it. It's called Prey. I had to stop watching it because I I can't take the animal stuff. I like physically hurt when I, any animal is is yeah. abused in a scene, even if it's I just can't do. I physically mm-hmm. can't. So, but. The very opening scene, she's like taking something off of a tree, or rubbing dog, it onto the yes. wind. Yes. Oh, so you saw that action scene. Yeah. And I was just thinking, this is so important, this moment. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. We don't use the natural products of our earth. We go, and I was using Neosapor, and I'm so conditioned to just go to that, that I didn't even think, oh my God, I have this wonderful product right here. Look, I'm forgetting yeah. the name again. What is <laughs> it again? I'm sure. Uh, the Calent- Calendula. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Calendula. Uh-huh. And it did it right away. Tell me about the soaps, because they smell, by the way, so good. Um, this is the one that you said was experimental. It Look, it, it, it looks yummy. Cause that look, has, oh, yeah. Look, it's That's the African black soap and patchouli. I can't get it you out. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to. Look, it's real for the yeah, for everyone. Are, they can hear the back. Those are real ingredients. If you have an own, can I plug this? If you're using African black soap and there's not a release of the plant, of the plant leaves and the sap, if it's not releasing that, that is not African black soap. It should have a thick, sticky consistency. That's how you know it's, you know, it is uh, authentic. Oh, it's sticky. Yeah, Look yeah, at that. because what's happening in the United States now is that they are importing the African black soap in, but they are rebashing it and adding detergents, which is triggering some eczema, eczema in most of my customers because detergent strips the skin. And so they're rebatching, reselling at a, at a discounted rate, and it's not the authentic African black soap. So what you have there is a combination of the African black soap and the essential oil patchouli. I was using Dove soap for a long uh-huh. time. <laughs> and I know you, well, Dove soap has... It has some detergents in it, Possibly. too? Possibly. Take some time. Do the research. Okay. <laughs> Look at those ingredients on the box, right? And that will okay. give you all of the answers that because the FDA, FDA does require that we post ingredients. So just do a little bit. Take the time. Do a little bit of research on, on the soap itself. And uh, we'll have a conversation about that in market. <laughs> 
But I think our listeners can get from what you're saying that uh, what what is going on. I will say I stopped using. It took me a while to stop using Dove soap because I like the moisture factor yeah. of it. But um, I'm starting to realize, like I I I've been using the um, my favorite one that mm-hmm. I get from you, the citrus. You love. Can we talk about that one? So just to plug the essential oil, the essential oil is the is the driver. It is the force behind every soap, right? So I use the soaps and the body creams and the bath truffles as a catalyst for the essential oil. You love lemongrass. You love the plant lemongrass. That's why you're drawn to the aloe, cucumber, carrot soap that's embedded with lavender buds. That's why you love it so much. Your spirit needs the the lemongrass. Okay, just speaking on just the spiritual part and the the psyche part of of, of the lavender, not lavender, but lemongrass or any essential oil. There's always a hidden purpose behind each plant. Right. So lemongrass really matches your spirit. You're sparky, you're spirited, you're lively. Right. And every time you're like, where's my lemongrass? Every time you come to Martin, he's like, where's my lemongrass? Because that matches you. That's what your spirit needs. Right. So yeah. in a, mm-hmm. I, it speaks to me. It's, it's talking, talking to, to me. You. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So and then also just to think like about the medicinal value of lemongrass, it's a natural astringent. So if you have any areas on the body that need to be detoxified, underarm, bikini area, anywhere that you're really sweaty, lemongrass is excellent for that. Yeah, I must be needing detoxification constantly when I come into the farmers. It's it it turned out to be, and then I'm going to ask you this, Nitika. Like it turned out to be during the, I guess when I finally when I got breast cancer, I started to really invest in my health, and I say this all the time. Not until I got breast cancer did I really do that, and I wish I had done it before. And I I'm curious, Nitika, for you. How many more people have signed on to Chronicon since the pandemic and how many more people do you see or is it, has it changed? Oh, that people are focusing on their health more because of the pandemic. Well, the thing is with chronic illnesses, I mean, you know, I mean, I got sick when I was 10 with my first chronic illness. So it's been a lifelong, (laughs) lifelong journey. Um, And I think for people, yeah, there has been a turn of people understanding that their health is so much more important than they realized, even just mental health alone, right? Because so many of us are so isolated in ways that we never imagined, whether you have an actual chronic condition or not, but especially for those of us who are immune compromised, like it's, it's a bigger challenge even more because we have to stay safe in a way that others don't necessarily have to be as concerned about. Um, and so, yeah, so it's been a, it's been a huge, huge, it's been a interesting thing that people are now talking about chronic illness in the way that they never have. But I think for those of us who are chronically ill, you know, we've known about it for a long time. So it's kind of like I remember when the the pandemic first started uh, and especially, you know, people were talking about it like, oh, it's only the immune compromised and the elderly that have to really worry about this. And I was like, "Um, excuse me, there are over 133 million Americans that are living with a chronic illness that we know of, right? And that was a number that the National Health Council gave us back in 2019 before the pandemic even happened. 
And they had estimated that that number was going to rise to 157 million by the end of 2020. And again, that was before they knew the pandemic was even happening. So we don't even know. They haven't, I refresh this all the time to see if they've given us a new number. We don't even know. And that's not including all of the marginalized communities that don't get access to healthcare, all of the mostly black and brown women who don't get believed by their doctors for years and years and years. The average endometriosis patient takes eight visits from a doctor before they even get believed or diagnosed with endometriosis. Which is, out, which is outrageous if you think about what a woman who has endometriosis goes through and the amount of pain that she's experiencing every single month, right? I mean, there's just so many statistics about all of this. And so, you know, that number, um, it, I just, I, I, it's, it's, I'm nervous to see what the number actually is now that we're here. But yeah, I mean, I think we've been dealing with this and knowing that it's there for a long time. It's more that other people are starting to realize that we're here. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing that they were saying that like, Oh, it's just older people. But I think it's, um, a lot of people were afraid, it, you know, it, it played into that fear factor. I mean, I noticed that when I had breast cancer, like a lot of the way certain people would listen to me talk about it, like the, it would never happen to them or, or you're or you're just one of those people or you're over a certain age. That's why you got breast cancer. And I started to realize, oh, this is just their fear and not wanting to accept their mortality. And that's what COVID did for a lot of people. I still hear this, that they think of COVID like the flu or a cold. What do you say to someone who says that? I mean, uh, honestly, the first thing I, I say is like, wow, the amount of privilege that you must have to be able to look at something like that. That's genuinely, it makes me very upset, honestly. Um, and yeah, and and you know, because a huge part of it is, you know, I got COVID back in October of last year and I did everything, everything to not get it. I mean, every single, I remember everything. I mean, I kept myself in such a bubble because I am immune compromised and, uh, my grandmother had passed um, last fall. And so even still, I went to her services and everything, but still I was so careful, masked, everything. And I ended up getting it. And I was the only person that got it. No one in my family got it. No one that I was around got it. We don't even know how I got it, honestly, because I checked everything afterwards just to see. And uh, I ended up getting, tr uh, my, my immune system ended up triggering a rare neuromuscular disease because of my experience with COVID. And so now I have that, which is like, I'm swollen. I'm all kinds of things right now because of dealing with that. And I was vaccinated and, you know, I recovered from actual COVID, but we don't know what our immune systems are doing. We don't know what's happening with our bodies in this condition. So it's, yeah. So that's what I think when I hear people say that the amount of privilege that you must have to not have to be concerned with what might happen to your body is not something that I understand. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I had someone say that to me, a good friend, a lot of rage went through my body because I thought exactly what you just said. What is true for you is not true for everyone. How my best friend just got COVID. She's fine, better now, but she says, she said to me the same thing. She said, you don't know what it's going to trigger in your body. But the number of people who really just gave up caring about what 
how this affects other people. That has been the most disappointing thing about this experience. Like, Adria, when you talk about being in Africa and those women, like that type of community did not happen during COVID. Like some of it did, you know, going to the farmer's market, meeting someone like you did. Like I seek out community in places where I don't have community. But when you talk about that, that is what sends chills over my body because I want that too so bad. I want to be able to walk into a space where people are empathetic to other people. Mm-hmm. And no matter where you are in your life, what what mental space you're in, what emotional space you're in, you're still accepted. And I think that's what's missing today is just the insensitivity around life changes. And there's nothing we can do about the changes that life presents. But we can't always maybe find a community that can accept us in our state. And it just doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't, unfortunately. You have to seek it out. You have to find a market. You have to find a podcast, right? (laughs) You have to find it. It exists, but it's hard to find. So now we're going to get into these articles. This you Both of you are just making my Monday so much Mm. better, just so you know. Oh, wait, let me bring up some other of your soaps, though, before I continue. And thank you for that, Nitika. The sea moss. This is another one that I really love. And it has what is what is on? What is that? Yeah. So, yeah. Can you see that beautiful plant that you see on the top? That's a process called embedding. Uh, In many of my soaps, I do embed the actual plant. So that plant is mugwort. Mugwort, yeah, mugwort is excellent for eczema, dermatitis, psoriasis. Uh, it's a beautiful plant. So that is the actual live plant of mugwort. Now the essential oil is a Japanese oil called uh, yuzu. There's a yuzu essential oil in it. And there's an African sea moss in that soap. So you have multiple ingredients. Apricot oils, shea butter, coconut oils, kokomo oil. So there's a fusion of at least 15 items in that, that one soap. Sorry, oh, I took did. a picture. <laughs> I was like, oh no, what's happening? I had to take a picture of the soap. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to pop oh, up. Nice. It's, and one more key ingredient, there's that. an organic honey maker in New York that I um, I use some of their uh, their organic honey in that soap as well. So that's why the skin feels so amazing and fresh and renewed. <laughs> yes, it. I love I love this. It's called it speaks to me, too. OK, and then which one is this? This is the uh, what is which one is this? Let's see. Oh, that sandalwood. So I have a lot of men, believe it or not. There are a lot of men right now who are totally into self-care. They are. And I, I had a, a, a few men, a few men customers, male customers rather, that requested a soap with sandalwood. So because I have a pulse on the community and there's frequent dialogue at the market, um, I get to meet the customer's needs. So if a male asks me, hey, I need something earthy, I need something grounding, do you have a sandalwood? And my response is, I'll have it for you next week. I'll have wow. it for you because that's what that customer needs. So men are really mm-hmm. into self-care. Don't let them trick you. They can speak on some essential oils <laughs> and they can talk about what the mind and the body needs. So it's, a, it's, it's great to be able to meet the, the customers where they are. 
You said what sandalwood does? Uh, So inhaling the psyche, sandalwood is is grounding because it is wood. It is grounding. Number two, again, it has the same medicinal properties, uh, antimicrobial, antibacteria, uh, anti-inflammatory. So a lot of guys that play sports, they like to massage the, the sandalwood into their joints. You know, if they are, I have a doctor that, um, he's a chiropractor and he's like, he's in, my muscles are killing me. And so I give them the sandalwood soap. He's there every week. People know what they need because they take the time to simple, simply listen to their body. Yeah. We don't do enough. We, we had an episode that's out actually right mm-hmm. now uh, with Memo who talks about some of this is on purpose that we don't have this information. Yes. And that's a totally different topic. Uh, the restrictions at the FDA with aromatherapy. Because mm-hmm. if everyone did now, we were talking about voting, right? Like it's voting days in, in New York City. Right. And then a lot of people, they end up voting for people and they get to the booth and they're like, I don't even know who this person is. A lot of that is on purpose. They hold like New York one. They hold like a lot of debates. But, you know, a lot of people don't have time to do that homework for like just voting for someone. A lot of people are busy. They're dealing with their kids, their jobs. But for your for your own health, that's also on purpose. People don't do the work because it's just not. And you have to do the work because it's not accessible. It's crazy. Anyway, we're going to get into these articles because, Nenica, you're doing such great work. She has an article that was listed in Forbes magazine, which... My God, Nitika, that's incredible. In an article, they talk of health and healthcare flood our timelines and news cycles every day. So you know what? Nitika's putting it out there so that you have the information. Just pay attention. Whether it's pre-existing conditions or comorbidities, many Americans may not have been familiar with these terms prior to 2020, but for 133 million Americans with chronic illnesses, these conversations have always been particularly poignant. And Nitika is one of those people. The thing that Nitika didn't realize is that there were millions of people in the United States alone that also had psoriasis and millions more with chronic conditions. For most of the years, she dealt with her health and felt as though she was the only one. So let me ask you, Nitika, has it changed knowing that they're like when you talk because you have the conversations now, how is that helping you? Yeah, I mean, I basically created, uh, I created Chronicon and also the Chronicon community, which is our virtual home. Um, I created the thing that I always needed, you know, and so I just feel like I show up every single day. I mean, you know, Adria, you talk about like this being the love, like it's the love of my life. Like, I just feel like Chronicon is my happiest place. It's the thing that brings me the most joy. Um, and it really does like have me wake up every single morning feeling like if I just help one of these people every day, like I have done God's work for the day and it makes me feel like deeply fulfilled in a way that I did not know was possible. Um, so there's like that side of things. And there's also like from the patient perspective, yeah, I feel like every day, like dealing with this new diagnosis, they were the first people that I told You know, I didn't go on Instagram to tell people. I haven't even told people on Instagram yet. Um, But I went to my community and I said, like, hey, you guys, like I show up every week and we do events every single week. We have content every single day. And you guys know I've been struggling with something and I didn't know what it was. And this is what's happening. And the truth is they've all been there. You know, they've all been there. And so 
the amount of love that is being poured into me, even as the founder, and that I get to share with them too. And it's just unbelievable, honestly. I'm so moved by it every single day. So, yeah. <laughs> is there anything that anyone's shared with you that stood out to you in the sense, you know, like that you could share with us? I mean, I think, I mean, every day, literally someone shares something with me that I'm like, oh my God. But I think the thing that's been the most exceptional is Chronicon started as this live event. So we had an event in 2019. We sold out months before the event even happened. It was like this kind of thing where, you know, as I said, I didn't know if anyone was going to want to talk about this. I didn't know if anyone was going to show up. I was just kind of like, this is what I need, but no one is really talking about this stuff. So who knows what will happen? And that was just a wild success. Um, and I was so proud of it. But, you know, after the event, the pandemic happened and I was kind of like, okay, what now? I'm not going to meet everybody in person and all this stuff. So we started, I started the Chronicon community online. And I think the thing that's been the most remarkable is I didn't know that having that consistent support from people and having those members show up every single day online would change them in like a fundamental way. And so what I mean by that is like one of the community members that I'm thinking of, and there's so many people in the community like this, when they came to me, they really didn't know how to believe that they could have, that they were worthy of more than what their illness was showing them. And so when you're dealing with a chronic illness, a lot of times you feel exhausted, you feel fatigued, you're marginalized and othered in every system imaginable. You're trying to advocate for yourself. Your parents might not understand your loved ones, like all these things. It's exhausting, you know, and then you're also dealing with your own physical symptoms on top of that. That haven't gotten to that part yet, you know? So a lot of, so what we're doing at Chronicon and like what was happening with a lot of the people that came to us for the community was like, they were like, yeah, I want to start dating. I want to believe that I can be a successful entrepreneur. I want to believe that I can like take a Pilates class every once in a while and feel strong in my body, even if I'm having symptoms and do it in my own way that's empowering for me. I want to have control of my finances and feel like I can handle, you know, my financial health and wealth while I'm also managing medical bills, right? These are all like everyday things, but it's been too much. And I don't know how to believe that I can do it. And so there are so many members now a couple of years in that have shown me that they have, you know, new apartments that they never thought they would have. They have new relationships that they never thought they would have. They're advocating for themselves at the doctor's office like they've never done before and getting support, getting real care that they're worthy of and that they deserve like they've never been listened to before. Um, and, and those things, you know, they add up to creating a meaningful life, a life that is like worthy of how incredibly special they all are versus a life that's constantly beating them down and that they feel like they can't get ahead of. So that's, I mean, I could go on forever about them, but there's so many stories like that of people who came to me and just felt so beat down by all of those things I just listed. And now one by one by one, we have workshop leaders every week. We have amazing practitioners come in and they show them, no, you are so worthy of so much. It's, I know the world keeps trying to tell you that you're not. And I know your body even tries to help, tries to tell you that you're not, but it's not that way. You can work with your body. You can love your body and you can love yourself through all of these different things. 
So yeah, it's God's work, man. So well mm. said. Thank you. God, Nika. When I met you years ago, you were just this little girl, and look at you. I mean, this is just squeak. And <laughs> it's all kinds of trifling stuff I was doing, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's also that community can be healing. That's the whole point. Well, you know, it's true. Like even what you were saying before, like that community, I've craved it my whole life. I've craved that feeling of intimacy and connection. I don't want things that are surface. I don't. And it's actually, it's actually harmful to me to engage with things that are surface. It feels unkind. You know, I want things that are honest and that are true. Even if it's just one thing, I'll take one thing that's honest and true versus 10 surface things any day, you know, and the community is that for me. It is. It's like this place that we can go. And even when we're doing every Monday, we share our gratitude even when we're sharing our gratitude, it's real. It's like someone was just saying who has MS in the gratitude post this morning that she was able to get off of her assisted um, walking device. And she's really grateful for her chiropractor who helped her, you know, with that journey. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? That is, that is one gratitude post from one member. And we have so many like that. And my post was, I'm so grateful for my spiritual practice because I'm going through so much right now with my health with this new diagnosis and medications and ups and downs and so much unknown. And I'm just like back at that. I feel like I'm back at that 10 year old version of me, you know, who first got diagnosed with psoriasis in a lot of ways, even though I'm 41 now. And my spiritual practice is what's getting me through. It's the only thing that's getting me through. So yeah, it's just, it's really, it's, it's profound work. And I'm so, so, so honored every day that I get to do it. I think of my sister when you say this to me too, because I've told you how my sister has lupus and you know, a lot of women of color, specifically black women suffer from lupus and feel unheard and then don't feel like anyone knows how to exactly talk to them. What would be your suggestion for someone who is dealing with a family member with mm -hmm. chronic illness? What, what can we say or do? or not say? I think the first thing, which, some, which is so simple, but people don't always do it, is acknowledging that they have every right to feel the way that they feel. And like really acknowledging it. Like when she says, I feel X, Y, Z thing, just taking like significant time to be like, you are so like, it is so understandable why you would feel that way. You are not wrong for feeling that way. I hear you and I'm so sorry that it is so hard. You know, it's, it's something that people think is a given. So we don't really take the time to like sit with that, but it's not, we need to hear it. We, a lot of times that's like all we need to hear because you can't take away her lupus. Unfortunately, you can't take away my conditions, but I just want to know that like, I'm not in this alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like swimming up, like trying to figure this out. And no one's, no one sees me. No one hears me. That makes it so much harder. So I think that's the first thing is just say, I really see you. I really hear you. I'm so sorry. This is not easy. And you're doing the best you can. I see you doing the best you can. Oh my God. That is healing on a cellular level. It really is. And I think aside from that, you know, especially with someone who's close to you, like your sister, who you might have frequent conversations with. The thing that helps me the most is when people just ask me, what do I need? 
you know? So I'm going through all these ups and downs right now. And my friends will just say like, what do you need right now? Like, do you need a laugh? Do you need, you know, do you want to talk about it? Do you not want to talk about it? Do you want to be distracted? What do you need? And even just asking me what I need, to be honest with you, a lot of times is enough. Like, I don't really need anything. I just really needed to tell you and I needed to feel heard. And now we can move on. There's nothing you can do, but I needed, I needed to get it out. And just not feeling also like the pressure of someone else trying to fix it or solve it for you. That's a rule that we have in the Chronicon community. There's no unsolicited advice allowed. I am like, just my eye is on it at all times because we get a lot of unsolicited advice. And I'm sure I bet maybe even dealt with this when you were going through your cancer and everything. It's like everybody. I mean, and especially if you have a physical condition, like when I had psoriasis all over my body, I would get into a taxi cab. And especially because I'm Indian. Oh, my God. <laughs> would be like, do you have some sort of allergy? Oh, I've got some sort of I'm like, man, back up. <laughs> No, like I'm good. Right. Yeah. So just not having unsolicited advice, asking people what they actually need and really validating and acknowledging that you understand what they're that they're going through a hard time that you couldn't possibly understand what they're going through necessarily. But you hear them and you see them. And, you know, that that goes so far. You can't do a lot more than that. Some people you might need to actually do physical things right? Like help them with something, picking up medicine or going to the doctor or things like that. But those few emotional things, people really underestimate sometimes how healing and how val- how valuable that is. I'm curious, how are you hearing this, Adria? Like what is, when you hear Nitika talk, mm-hmm. like- I'm, I'm it- so happy that she vocalized uh, the importance of people acknowledging where you are in your life. It's just the simplicity of, are you okay? <laughs> uh, I hear you. Uh, I'm here to support you. Just the snippet of support goes a very, very long way. And I think that energy that someone else gives you, especially when you're dealing with a, with a chronic illness, just to be acknowledged can help you to go a very long way. It, it can support you. It can, it can keep your mental state positive, right? So uh, that resonates with me. And I'm glad she put it in a universe that it is important for others to acknowledge where you are. Yeah. Cause a lot of people, they with pain or with someone else's mm-hmm. pain, they, they don't know they what don't. to do mm-hmm. and they don't say, they don't know what to say. And sometimes they say nothing cause they don't know what to say, which is not the thing to do. I mean, being, you know, on the side of someone who's also had to deal with tragedy and had to deal with this, like, I've, I, a lot of times just the people who reach out, no matter how you reach out, that's all that really matters is that you did try. You know, I remember some people saying, oh, I thought it would be too much because everybody was reaching out to you. So I thought I'd give you a break. And I was like, that was giving you a break. I don't, I, you were giving yourself a break. I, that's what that sounded like. I'm going to use that. <laughs> I got a couple people I could use that on. It's so true. And it's so, it's been so fascinating because I feel like, I feel like I went through that a lot when I was growing up, these like friendships going in and out and things and being a bit disappointed by, you know, realizing people's capacity at a a vulnerable time. But yeah, it's been really, I have to say, I've, I've been pretty blessed to have more solid friendships now as I've gotten older. But there's been one or two, man, that I've just been like, wow, what happened? (laughs) Wow, like 
you know who I am, right? Like, you know that I'm a truth teller, that I do this for a living. All I do is talk about chronic illness. Like, you know what I mean? And it's been really fascinating to see and disappointing, to be quite honest, like to see that um, and how we navigate that. And, and also it's disappointing that we're when we go through tragedy, right? And we go through hardships that we have to also carry that at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, it's like, what is that? Like that is so much to have to do. So yeah, I could talk about that for days. I say tragedy reveals character, right? Which is interesting because Cuomo used to say that all the time and he wasn't listening to his own words, <laughs> but it does reveal character. And you do have to sort of, especially as women, we end up taking care of people within our own tragedy. We're like, I, I found myself going, how are you? Oh, are you okay with me not being? I, I was like listening to myself. I was like, you're still taking care of people. Right. Marina, stop. Yeah. Like it's, let them just sit with it. Just let them. It's fun to watch people sit in their discomfort. I just get yeah. real quiet. You created it. <laughs> yeah. Now, with people of like for your for Chronic Con, I'm sure there's a cost, um, which is warranted. It needs to be paid, you know. But is it affordable for? Is there is there an avenue for people who may not be able to afford it? I'm so glad you asked. It's something that's really important to me, actually. So. We give away 50% of all of our ticket sales for our live events to people who cannot afford it due to medical reasons. I also give away 50% of our membership to people who cannot afford it because of medical reasons. I have ever since the beginning of doing any of my work, you know, I started my first online magazine 12 years ago and did events and, you know, blogged and all that stuff for, for many years before Chronicon. It's always been my belief that the person, the individual, Um, I'm not so worried about taking their money. I'm more concerned about saying, hey, CVS or hey, Dove or hey, whoever, you got lots of money. Okay, bring some over here so that the woman paying for her, you know, endometriosis surgery or the woman paying for her, her walker for her MS or whatever it might be can use this extra money that is maybe seems like nothing to you. But that extra $25 a month, which is what our membership starts at, it starts at $25 a month. Um, Yeah, it's super affordable anyway, right? It's like less than a dollar a day um, to be a a part of the community. But still, for someone on disability who is, oh my God, I mean, I've learned so much about what people who are on disability go through. They are so beat down by the system because you can't make a certain amount of money if you are on disability, otherwise you lose your disability. And then the actual disability barely covers anything to begin with. You know, it's not actually a sustainable income for a lot of people to really thrive and get ahead, right? So for that person, $25 a month is significant, right? And so I never want that person. I always feel that if you want to be here, I need you to be here. That's, that's my requirement. Dollars should never be a reason why you are not here. You having less dollars or me having more dollars does not make me better than you, right? It's you showing up and wanting to be here that matters to me. That's all I care about. So we have a scholarship program that I've funded on my own, you know, and I don't have like a fancy trust fund or anything. It's just me saying, come on over, we'll figure it out, (laughs) you know? And now I have a few extra options for people to join where if you do have more of a disposable income and you know 25 or even $50 isn't a stress for you every month, you can actually sponsor a member, which is great because that supports the cause um, and things like that. 
But my my goal is if you want to be here, please, please come be here with us. Please spend time with us. I have people apply for the scholarship because it's a super simple application. But, you know, I just want and I want you to put a little skin in the game. Right. Yeah. Right. And people can either get it for free if they really can't afford it. And a lot of people can't. And I'm so honored to give them a free scholarship membership or you can pay five, 10 or $15 a month and say, okay, I can do a sliding scale, you know, and I want to contribute something, but this is what I got. Um, but yeah. Otherwise it starts at $25 a month and that's nice. you know, events every week, uh, content every single day. We have an affiliate perks program where you get lots of discounts to brands. We have, you know, exclusive job offerings. We have, I mean, insights to cool partnerships, like, we give tons away for the membership every single day. But yeah, we try to make it affordable. Now, I am listening to you and I'm going to recommend this to my sister who I realize this is how I can also help, right? Something I can recommend. So if you're listening to this and you don't know what to say, you have something you can offer from both of these women. You have essential oils ways to heal. You also have a community that communicates with each other, which is, you know, it's in one of our articles about, I, I guess I, I, well, no, it's not about Jennifer Lopez. Sorry. <laughs> that was one of my, my interns put that in. I was like, is that really a part of the conversation? But okay. But, um, it, you know, I, I pulled it from this article about a painful breakup triggered by my eczema mm -hmm. was some of the things that they learned was they learned, you know, affirmations, you know, shifting their mindset, practicing meditation regularly. And of course, what we've been talking about is finding a community mm -hmm. to lean on. Um, meditation. Do you do meditation? Either one of you? I, I've tried, I, you know, I did theater and then I, it, it I, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's like the most off-brand thing because my last name is Chopra and I'm Indian. I should really be doing more meditation, but I really find it, I find it challenging. I sing, and so I find that like music really helps me in in that way. It's not the same thing as meditating, I know, um, but <laughs> I find like I incorporate music into my morning. I try to have really quiet you know, still mornings with like technology and other way, you know, I do stuff like that more than I do like sit and meditate. My mind is low. And I definitely know that like slowing down is one of my growth areas, right? Uh, I'm always on a move. I'm always running. I'm always moving really fast, but I can definitely say that during the distillation process uh, with the essential oils and plants, it, it forces me to just be still and wait, right? And watch and inhale and breathe the process. the process yes the process and also the 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 fact that you allow us to she allows you to cut your own slice of soap oh wow so you saw those ridges that was on the soap that's from me using the uh um the cutter for it yeah, that's and something about that releases mm -hmm. it feels it's good. an indirect way of me forcing customers to just stop Mm. to just stop and, and relax and cut the soap. So I'm stealing that moment, but also giving a gift. 
the gift of time, which I personally, I have to be reminded of frequently. Adria, just, you know, just slow down. Just, just be still. Hey, you're moving too fast. And I don't know what's driving that. I don't know if it's anxiety. I don't know if it's, I have a bigger purpose. I'm not sure, but I am very thankful for the aromatherapy that it does force me to be still. And therefore I give it that gift back to the customers. That was the first thing that it just spoke to me right away. Everything you were doing made me, I felt like I was on a retreat <laughs> with at your exact tent vendor. Of course, I worried about you when oh, it rained. Oh, I love it. Because I was like, you know, there's nothing like rain and soap. <laughs> so like I had this image, you know, like in the cartoons where it's like all this yeah, bubble. I'm being washed away. <laughs> But she has such a great person. Look, she's laughing. She's not upset. No. I was like, if there's anyone who could handle this, yeah. it's you. And I and and then if it does rain, I, I you know I, I thank the universe for the rain, and because the rain grows the plants, the plants give back to me, right? And I just cover my soap and gradually pack up and move on to the next location. Love <laughs> it. This article says, finally, I highly recommend seeking out the people and the places that give you a positive energy. Finding others who are living with and managing their symptoms, no matter how severe, can give you hope on days where it makes you feel self-conscious with eczema or whatever it is that you're dealing with. I mean, you know, there's this also this video that's, that was done by Essence Magazine, which I noticed was sponsored by Avino, which I don't know how I feel about Avino. I mean, you can't really comment on that, can you? Me? No. <laughs> but I, I, I noticed that I was like, well, we won't. We won't but. Well, because it, and this is why I do have I do have to speak on it again. The, the, the soap is just a catalyst for the essential oils. So I'll never be in, in competition with a Dove or an Aveeno because the core of the company rests around the plant and aroma, the aromatherapy. It gives us gives it its purpose. So my conversations are built around what can this do for me? Like, what, what can this do for you? How can you incorporate this into your daily life? Here's what the plant, this is how it works. This is what you do. So it's never around soap. I also love that Essence decided to have this conversation with Black women because, you know, every ethnic group, they have different skin sensitivities that does need to be part of the conversation. I feel like this should be in the class. Now, you you work in the school system. And we're going to have you back for another episode because that's a whole episode. There's a mass exodus of educators across the country. There's a reason why. And we definitely have to we have to have a conversation about that. Do they do anything like that in school? Do you see that? Any programs about taking care of self-care, skin, no. health? When students return back to the classroom after covid in all of my 22 years of teaching, I've never seen the amount of anxiety, the amount of depression. There are numerous days where I've stayed after school because one of my students have expressed the desire to jump on the train tracks. I can't take it anymore, Miss Ross. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live anymore. Right. And so what I what I would do is just, hey, let's let's um, let's make a bath bomb. Let's I would bring some supplies to the classroom. Let's let's make a bath bomb. Let's make a bath salt and let's talk. I don't care if it took me sometimes until 8 p.m. at night. I, I gifted them with just taking time to reflect on their decision. And that I do believe that aromatherapy, I do think that mental health is causing the decline of educators and also kids, unfortunately. 
That's why this episode is so important. It's very important. And they're going back to school now. Yes. We got to have you back sooner than to talk about that. I need to have you on with an educator. Let's recruit some educators. We need to have a conversation. We do. Yes. Now, Cardi B calls onion juice the secret to her... Sorry. To her luscious hair locks. I am not well, onions. I'm, there's not there's not onions have never called me. <laughs> not for that. I mean I eat onions and yeah. salt, but they've never gone. Marina, I need you in your I need to be in your hair. She says it's part of her secret to her luscious locks. Is that what is that? Is that like mayonnaise? Like, is she, what, have you heard that I've before? I've never heard that before in all of my, my entire life. And keep in mind that I'm a, I'm a Southerner. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. And if there's any natural remedy <laughs> that you can use to promote hair growth, onion has, onions have never been a part of that conversation. So I need for her to retract that story and really tell us the truth. <laughs> and there are going to be some teenagers trying to put onions in their hair. Yes. Oh. If you're listening and you use onions, um, well, God bless you. You know, <laughs> tell us why. Tell us if it actually works. I, I, I'd rather use something else. Now, Hong Kong is cracking down on CBD products, which I find very interesting. That it, well, unregulated, I should say, market of CBD. So that is important in a specific part of the story. Targeting businesses specializing in CBD-infused drinks and other products by the end of this year, a government proposal unveiled in June aims to bring CBD under control as dangerous drug by including the substance in the first schedule to dangerous drug ordinance. As a result, CBD will be scheduled as a dangerous drug in Hong Kong. Oh, well. Listen, uh, don't go traveling to Hong Kong unless you buy a new suitcase. Make sure nothing that you've ever used before is in it. Just get a whole, you know, especially after we see the, Brittany, the you know, yeah, in Russia. Yeah. Just, you know, and we don't even know if any part of that story is true. It's awful. But, you know, Dennis Rodman, I don't know if you read the article, but Dennis Rodman is on his way over to try to advocate for her release. Uh, so that's worthy of that. watching. We'll see. We'll if see. He, <laughs> if that holds. I mean, this is going to be very interesting story to see if he even gets back from there. You know what I'm saying? It's dangerous. Vladimir, I mean, he's not. In his, as from what I'm seeing, or it was, it doesn't sound like he's in his right mind. I mean, Dennis Rodman's not in his right mind as ever been, but it'll be interesting. I mean, at least he's attempting something, but it's also been, from what I'm reading, the more public we make the story, or the more sensationalized the story, the harder her situation becomes. This is a this is a a, a political issue, and. I think the president and, and the vice president, their voice matters the most now. What What do you think of CBD oil? Like, have you used it or any either one of you? I've not personally used the CBD oil because I know that there are a thousand other plants that can give you the same benefit. And it does not put you at risk for legal issues. Right. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I prefer not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't, I haven't either. I've, you know, people in like the health and wellness space are always talking about CBD and I've definitely tried a couple of times, especially like in times when I'm having maybe a little bit more anxiety or for like sleep or something. I've never felt like it really suited me. Um, but I also can't say that I've tried it consistently. And apparently you do need to try it to have it build up over time. But I don't know. As I said earlier, I'm pretty sensitive. So I feel like I can kind of tell when something is driving with me or not. And I never really felt that it did. Um, I also feel like it's one of those things. I just don't feel like I totally understand. And so I don't really love that. Even if someone explained it to me right now, again, you know, I'm just kind of like, but what, like the lavender thing. I'm like, I see the lavender plant. I see that I smell the oil. Okay, great. I got it. You know, but the CBD thing, I just don't feel, it feels like its own universe, um, which I'm sure it's not, but that's how it feels. Um, I will say my mom, my mom tore her meniscus in her, in her. Oh my goodness. I just recently, a year ago, I had that surgery. I had a repair of the meniscus and the ACL. Oh, so she, her doctor says she doesn't need to have surgery yet. So that's hopefully like she just, you know, it can repair her itself. It's like not too bad. Um, but now I'm like, okay, Adria, I need to get my mom some of your, you know, all your stuff. Cause I'm like, I've been giving her some, some brand sent me some CBD ointment. And so I've just been giving it to her and she does feel that the CBD ointment helps not so much taking it like under her tongue or anything. So also, she's not she's not smoking any marijuana. No, no, no. Mrs. Chopra's not doing that. Your mom's not getting high on her <laughs> own supply. <laughs> She'd be mortified if she knew what's going on in here. Um, no, she's not. But she puts a little on her knee and it makes you feel better. So I'm like, okay, great. No harm, no foul kind of thing. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I'm like, I don't understand what CBD is. <laughs> I think it's also another one of those where one of the, the, the operative line is know where your product is from, right? Uh, regulated or farmer's markets always have, people will tell you like, that's why Adria is so great. I was able to talk to her about her product. So don't just, you know, be informed. We got to stop being lazy ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see, they're not trying to give you the information. No. Get the information. Now we'll end on periods. <laughs> <laughs> period pain relief is here now i this article i don't know what to say about it because i listen introducing wearable period pain relief i don't know that i don't know there are devices now new devices available to shoppers to help ease the pain of menstrual cramps by utilizing their transcutaneous electrical nerve i see i i get nervous when it's not natural, when it's electric and I don't really hear the studies, I'm like, it says tried and tested heat. Oh, that's that's old, though. Heat applications. Do you have anything on in the essential oils that deals with minstrels? I actually uh, just completed a process of, of distilling some corn flour. Corn flour uh, is excellent for menstrual pains. And so I'm going to introduce it to market and see how it works. Uh, I've made both a salad dressing with corn flour for the ladies who are struggling with uh, menstrual pains. And I've also created a salve. So you can massage around the pelvic area when you're uh, struggling with those menstrual cramps. Nice. Yeah, I love that. There's also um, there's another product you have that I haven't yet been able to get the hot flash. The hot flash printer. Oh, that's the best. So I printed. I, honestly, I pulled hydrosols. Hydrosols is the water from the plants that I distilled. And I also every essential oil that exists that 
works as a relaxer or a, a con, it has a calming agent. I combined everything together along with a beautiful rose. And you can spritz when you're having those moments when those hot flashes take over. I just did the uh, Detroit Natural uh, Hair Show this past weekend. I'm in Michigan right now. And there were so many women who they gravitated to the uh, the hot flash spritzer and they said, thank you. Finally, someone understands <laughs> the power <laughs> of a hot flash. <laughs> and most of them were like on the like cusp of menopause or they were in the midst of menopause. And it was, I really wish I would have recorded. It was a comedy show like no other. <laughs> a comedy show. Community of women struggling with menopause. <laughs> It's amazing that we don't hear more about it in the comedy scene. And there's a reason for that, too. You know, men don't like to hear about women's yeah. pains and women's issues. And I had a hot flash on stage this Saturday and I almost attacked this woman. She was trying to heckle me. I wasn't I, I needed just soap to take me out of it because <laughs> she was about to get it. I said, listen, I know I look young. I always say that. Right. It's hilarious that I say that. I said, but I, I go from zero to 100 real quick and I'm not I can't pull it back. So watch yourself. <laughs> but I could have used that mist in that moment. It would have calmed me down. Yes. I remember you did a video. I don't know if you can remember. It was, it was about a year ago. You were sitting in front of a fan. You were having a high oh, flash moment. Was, and I was singing. Yes, it was hilarious. I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> having a hot flash. <laughs> yeah, I just sing through it sometimes. It's amazing. Like women often their awareness is always all the time. Like men don't, you know, men have their pain too, you know, but women, we monthly, our cycles, menopause, it always takes us through this awareness about, oh, that's right. Uh, my body, my body, got to take care of my body. I want to ask you one more question about hair loss though, because that's part of menopause, which a lot of women don't know. I have a little bit here. Is there anything besides onions that you could use for hair. Like I use put vitamin E. Could I use this uh, this tincture? You can use that tincture. And if you have, if you go to the grocery store, or the organic market, or when you're at market this weekend, grab some fresh rosemary. You can tincture the rosemary, add it to that calendula, and that's your those are your ingredients. So you have two plants. Calendula is going to work as the healing agent. Rosemary is going to stimulate the growth. Yeah. I need that right now because I'm on <laughs> and I'm losing hair from the meds that I'm on. So yeah. I need um I need that too. Mm -hmm. All right. Rosemary. Rosemary. Yes, it's, it's a net it stimulates the blood vessel, it stimulates everything. It stimulates the follicles uh, in your hair. It's, it's just an amazing plant. Yeah. Who knew? Or you can try Lily Mae's rosemary hair cream when you're in market next time. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, so I included a, a, the rosemary essential oil and a little bit of mandarin. Yeah. What does mandarin do? Mandarin is going to work. Just, just detoxifies the scalp so that it oh, clears okay. the pathway for the rosemary. Oh, mm -hmm. yes. That's very important yeah. for the for the hair to follow follicles. Exactly. Yes. So you should try it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's right. Because a lot of us are piling on products on our follicles and then we, nothing can get through and we don't realize that. That's absolutely true. I mean, I have so many questions for you. I have one last one. There's for, there's a, a bath, uh, one that has lavender in it that a woman was talking about on your website that is good for 
hip, what is bursitis? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so there are a couple of things that I've included uh, that will help with bursitis. One is the bath truffle. Uh, a lot of people are fascinated by the bath bomb. The bath bomb is about 80% citric acid. So you get a big show and it doesn't have any medicinal values. And also it's, it's, it's not septic friendly. It's not great for the pH balance either, right? So I created a truffle. A truffle is about 80% butters and 20% essential oils. So you have a high dose of the essential oils and then the butters, uh, mango butter, uh, cocoa butter, uh, shea butter combined together gives you that level of moisture, which allows the skin to relax, which allows you to release. The essential oils enters the dermis. Voila, you have relaxation and a little bit of soothing around the area where the bursitis exists. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm planning on getting that for, uh, yeah, because I have bursitis. Oh, yeah. As you get older, it's just everything, everything. comes out. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I didn't understand what it was. I was like, hey, it's still here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in my hips, you know. Yeah, it's not the so, cure. And then, it's not the cure, just a little bit of relief. Relief, yes. You know, and I think that is what a lot of, you know, going through breast cancer, obviously, like a lot of times you chemotherapy. I didn't go to through chemotherapy, but a lot of women who do go through chemotherapy, that's all they're asking for is a little bit relief while they're going through the treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One moment of relief. And I appreciate that you keep saying it's not the cure. This is support, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like so many people are so quick to be like, okay, it'll fix everything. And I'm just like, that's actually like not helpful for you to tell me that it's going to fix everything because it's probably not. And your product is probably still great. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be that it fixes everything. I just need some, some support. Yeah, some support. It has some relief. Yeah. So I appreciate that. You know what? I just thought I just had this big brain child. So you have this wonderful company that is a support system for many people who are dealing with chronic illnesses. Why don't we do some gift sets for some of your customers? Just you spoke about gratitude earlier. Why don't we give some people in your community with gift sets? Lily Mae is going to donate 10 gift baskets to you. (gasps) I appreciate the work that you're doing. I've listened to you today and you're just amazing. You're just amazing. <laughs> That's so sweet. Oh my God. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. I have all of them. <laughs> I knew it was going to work. And this is exactly what I love. This is what the Friends Like Us podcast is really about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I forget, <laughs> you yeah. know, I have, I'll have bad weeks or whatever, and I'll be like, should I keep going? And then I forgot this is what it is. is. It's exactly this. This is the community we're talking about. It's like when you talk to people, when you have these conversations, you learn what's going on and then you help each other and you help a lot of people. Yeah, it's community. That's powerful. Well, now you'll know what to say in your friends like us moment. No, but I was, you know, listening to you. I was like, I I can't wait to go on your website and get stuff for myself too, because I, I have this swollen lymph node. Then I'm like, how do we how do we stop that from being swollen? So we'll talk. I feel like there's things that we we can do probably with your products that will help. Sounds like a plan. out all of our all of our ailments will be fixed by the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we we solve everything on friends like us. We solve racism, sexism. Yeah. 
and everything. All episodes. <laughs> Let's go for it. <laughs> so I, in the rhythm of self-care, I'm not going to keep you too long. <laughs> so I do want to um, end on one. I want to thank both of you for just being so proactive in your care of self and others. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. It's been very meaningful for me. It really, it helped me today. So thank you. And it's going to help so many of our listeners with this episode. So Nitika, we'll start with you. Uh, Tell our listeners where they can find you. Okay, so you can find me um, on Instagram at Nitika Chopra or at Chronicon Official. And you can also find our community at Chronicon.co or the Chronicon And with friends like us, you always feel connected to why you're really here doing the work that you're doing. Yeah, it's true. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Yeah, I feel it, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Adria? So this is Adria Ross, owner of Lily Mayhem Made Aromatherapy Products. You can find the website at www.lilymayaromas.com. And please follow me at... Uh, Lily May Aromas on Instagram. You can find me also at the Morningside Farmer's Market so that we can touch hands and talk and talk about plants and have an authentic experience. Because with friends like us, we exist. And in our existence, we build community. I don't know if I could follow that. That was beautiful. Thank you. Marina Franklin here. Just go to my website, marinafranklin.com. I got some shows coming up for you in Michigan, Holland, Michigan, and uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. And with friends like us, you can share with women on Monday and create the community that you need that will help others. So thank you so much, ladies. Check out. Check out. Bye. 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 Bye.